You are listening to audio from Hope Church Ipswich. For more information about our church, please visit www.hopechurchipswich.net. Yes, I take this opportunity to uh, send our love and greetings to you, our brothers and sisters at the Hope uh, Church at Ipswich. Uh, Fred and myself remember with, with, with fond memories uh, when we paid you a visit and really loved being among you. A great people, was great just mingling around you and just really catching up and just enjoying the presence of God together. And uh, we, we, we left you with an impression of what a great people you are. And the Lord has blessed you with a wonderful pastor and great team uh, that is just uh, so focused and full of faith and energy for Epswich, Hope Church, but of course, uh, UK at large and many other settings that God will uh, uh, open your way. Uh, we're living at times that are very interesting. At some point, I'll get back to the message that God has placed within my heart, uh, which is to do with uh, for such a time as this. And uh, this is, a, like we all know, uh, is a, a statement that is being used by enough uh, initiative, prayer initiative, at the moment it's for such a time as this. But I just felt like God was placing within my heart to be able to bring the word of God uh, as we consider that uh, subject together or we consider uh, that uh, topic together. Again, I, I really want to say our relationship with you people and especially the, our relationship with all the churches that are under the relational mission, uh, which is, which is uh, of course, given uh, leadership by my dear friend Mike with his teams. We are grateful that God, in his own way, uh, at his own timing, he connects people for great, great uh, purposes. So do hear my heart. I'm giving you a lot of love from Frida and the brothers and sisters in this country called Kenya. And we are grateful that we, are, we have been praying for one another. We have been uh, mentioning, uh, you know, you people, and we know the same you people are praying for us during these uh, difficult moments. Uh, just before I share the word of the Lord with us, I, I just felt like you people have been worshiping God. You know, as a church this morning, you've just been worshiping God, and I felt these words coming into my heart to be able to encourage all of us in our homes, wherever we are, wherever you're watching us from, uh, on Facebook, of course, and uh, other uh, social platforms. I felt like God was speaking to us that when we bring worship to God, uh, one of the greatest thing uh, that I have been speaking to my people over many years, because one of the things I believe before uh, being um, the man I am in ministry, I believe Jesus saved me and healed me of my heart condition so that I can praise him and so that I can worship him. I don't believe, I don't believe the many other things that people see in me, uh, which is okay, were the main reason. The main reason God saved me and the Lord Jesus saved me is so that I can be able to worship him and praise him. I think it's important for us to, never to lose our eyes we've got to fix our eyes on that. That even in the case of the children of Israel, they were being delivered for only one thing, or for two things. He was, his, the instructions to Moses were, tell Pharaoh to let my people go so that they can do th two things. Number one, they can worship him. They can worship me. That is God. And number two, 
that they can be able to serve. And as we were preparing to come online, I felt like we were worshiping God, and these verses, or this verse spoke loudly into my spirit. The Bible says, but you are a chosen people. This is very, very important. As we give our worship to God and as we praise him, uh, as we, under the prevailing circumstances, and we find that maybe the limitation of not being able to come to your beautiful, which I will mention at some point, beautiful sanctuary, uh, where there is that corporate togetherness of worship and praise and other things that we do when we gather as God's people. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once upon a time, you are not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. I like just thinking about what has just been going on in our homes, worshiping Jesus, praising him, and maybe being led by the team that leads worship at Hope Church, Epswich. We need to be encouraged that what we've just done is actually captured in the scripture, that uh, we receive grace, we receive forgiveness, we've become God's people so that we can, the Bible says, that we may declare, and this is very, very important, that we may declare the praises of him who called us out of darkness into his wonderful light. So, brothers and sisters and friends that are watching us this morning, and wherever place you are, we've got, even as we carry on with everything else, we must remember we were delivered, we were set free, we were born again, we were saved so that we can be able to give worship to Jesus, we can be able to praise him, because it's one way of declaring and showing the world the difference that is with us. We are set free, we are delivered so that we can continue to praise him and to adore him. Now, back in Kenya, when I preach, I say hallelujah and the people say amen. So I expect as we carry on and some of the statements that will come out from my mouth, which of course are inspired by the Holy Spirit, will make you to uh, say a big amen out there. Again, before I come to the word of the Lord, because I knew that this morning I'll be speaking to you through this platform, we have been doing a lot of praying for you people. And from the time we met, just like Paul would say, from the time I, I met you, or from the time we heard about you, from the time we've continued to see um, some of the things that uh, uh, your pastor will post and other things that Mike, my friend, will post, from the time we saw you, from the time we've continued to read about you, we continue to pray for you. And especially the last couple of days, I've been praying that God can be able to make use of my 40 minutes with you in the way that will have an impact not only for this Sunday, but for many days to come. And as I was praying, the, 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 the following things came very clear. Number one, of course, I really want to say a well done for purchasing the Odeon, the, the facility that you guys purchased. I mean, that, is a, that was a demonstration of vision, a demonstration of faith, a demonstration of obedience, but above everything else was a demonstration of sacrifice. And I, I just felt like God was speaking to my heart to say this to you. This can be captured, can be written by the people that capture some of the prophetic words that God 
gives you. And I feel that, that even I, as I say the well done and everything around the purchase of this wonderful facility, uh, it has an, a spiritual. It, it is not just about you people fulfilling a desire and finally saying, we, we, we finally have this facility, it's ours. I felt like God was saying, you did well in buying the Audion Cinema Hall. God has placed it, placed it on, on my heart that that facility will cause much growth in the days to come. So I felt like God was saying that uh, besides fulfilling, of course, the objective of the church, local church, uh, uh, the Hope Church, uh, you are fulfilling a scripture. The Bible is saying in the book of Isaiah, enlarge the, the, the courts, the tents, the courts of your tent. Moments come. We are praying for growth, we are numerical growth, and other growth that is related with when, when we create the space. And I felt like God was saying that although we are saying a well done this morning, uh, that you followed your leaders and you give your monies and you display the things I've just mentioned, you created in the spiritual realms, you created an opportunity of much growth. This facility will make you people to grow. And the growth that I was seeing is not just uh, added numbers. That will, of course, will happen. But I can see God is saying this building in the days to come will become so useful that, that there will be many things happening that are impacting even the local community. There will be many people that will benefit. Uh, people, uh, I can see the aged will benefit from the things that will come out from here, from your building. I can see the local uh, the local authority uh, will benefit from the facility that you people have created. So there is much growth that is coming on your way. And I, I feel like God is saying this to you, and this goes again to Tom and your leadership team. Uh, keep on creating uh, strategies for growth. Uh, there, there is something uh, that will, uh, there is a, a, con a momentum that is going to be gained in the coming uh, years. I, I can see something, a span of 10 years of much blessing coming your way. So the leadership must be proactive enough to be able to dream about the growth that is coming to Hope Church. There is, you've created a platform that will create a lot of growth in the days to come. But second prophetic impression that has come to me in the days that I've been seeking God, it's is about you, Tom, uh, your pastor, uh, and your church, you have been praying, God was speaking to me that you've been praying, desiring to see signs and wonders in your life. Tom, especially, you've been seeking God so much. There is a, a desire for this, the divine. You know, I, I really have to be very careful because many times we say supernatural. And I think I, we've got to be careful how we use that word because uh, magicians and many other things and other people can really do the supernatural. But this particular time I'm talking about the divine, that you've been longing to see signs and wonders uh, coming your way. I feel like God is saying this, Tom, and the church, uh, 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 that prayer, because it's becoming clear to me when I was getting this impression that God was showing me that there has been a lot of prayer around the desire for you people to see signs and wonders in your own local church, but within your ministry, wherever you people uh, uh, travel, where, wherever you go. And I felt like God was saying that that prayer, which you continue to pray and which is okay continuing to pray, is like God is saying that prayer catches his heart. 
So, so there is an excitement in the heart of God about the, the desire to see signs and wonders and miracles uh, being witnessed in your, in, your, in your lives and ministry. And what, what was coming to me is uh, I felt like God was saying this. The next time you people, if you have not, not already done this, uh, you, you need to do that around this prayer thing that of uh, signs and wonders and miracles and the power of God to come upon you. I felt like God was saying, next time you, you're doing, a, as a local church, you're doing your prayer thing, uh, you concentrate with, uh, you concentrate the prayers with Isaiah chapter number 61. I mean the whole thing. I mean the, 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 the early verses, which reads, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because I feel like there will be a birth, there, something of the, the spirit is just about to break forth in your life, Tom, and uh, the church. There, there is a visitation of the spirit of God coming upon you people because of the way uh, there is a passion that has been growing in your life and in the life of the church for God's power to be witnessed, not only internally but also externally. So the spirit of the Lord will be, is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who would grieve in Zion, to bestow on them uh, a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy, instead of mourning, the garment of praise, instead of spirit of despair, they will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild. There is, as God continues to use you people uh, in, a, in a divine way, as you continue to witness great miracles, signs, and wonders among you, uh, you will be praying for people and they'll, they'll get healed. There, there will be um, a visitation of God's power in many settings. I feel like God will raise the entire church, you people watching me, uh, some of you uh, who don't think this way. God is speaking. He will raise the Hope Church members, they will rebuild ancient ruins. No wonder you buy Odeon and you transform it into a, a house where the name of our Lord Jesus is praised. They will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the uh, ruined cities that have dev been devastated for generations. And strangers will shepherd your flock. Foreigners will work your fields and vineyards, and you will be called priests of the Lord. You'll be named ministers of our God. You will feed on the wealth of the nations, and in their riches you will boast. That's number two, prophetic word. Prophetic number three, uh, just before I bring us to the word of the Lord this morning, is uh, Tom, again, I felt as I was speaking, I mean I was praying, I felt the Lord saying, he has placed a special grace uh, upon you of attraction. You will attract many people. You will, uh, and, uh, and uh, I could see in the vision, this attraction will att attract especially the young people. And I, I could see the people that will be attracted, especially the young people, will stick. 
It's not you because you know sometimes you can attract people for a, a short time and then they just they just go. God is speaking and saying, the special grace that He has placed within your life will attract people, but more so young people who will come and stick to learn and to be mentored. So get ready. Uh, because I can see in the spiritual realms, God is opening my eyes this morning to be able to see in your ministry, Tom, and I, I also see uh, that the entire church will be lifted up. I do not see sense in my heart that there will be uh, difficulties with, your, with, your, with the flock. They, 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 God has given you a people that can rise up quickly. When, this, when all of a sudden you've got young people, dozens of them, some married, others not married, looking to you, for learning and mentorship. The church will be with you in this. But now, let me finish on those kind of uh, uh, impressions and pictures and dreams that God has given me. This morning, you can see two flags. You see on my right side, there is the Kenyan flag. On the left side, there is the British flag, a UK flag. Uh, this is, a, is, not, is not something just my teams have just done. We, we feel the reason is very simple. Uh, point number four of my prophetic pictures, God was speaking to my heart that there is a, a, a connection between uh, you people, the Hope Church, and this country called Kenya. And I was feeling that God, in the days to come, uh, the people watching me this morning, there will be groups that will come from the Hope Church to visit Kenya. And there will be, thank you, Lord, there will be young people and people from Kambakia here, where I am doing this program this morning from, that will visit Hope. There is a connection. The, the, the two flags is not just something that has just been put there to decorate. It is a prophetic picture for this church, for your church this morning. So as you continue to think about nations, as, because I can see is a church that has got nations very much at heart. I mean, and I know you people have been able to pray for us, but I feel in the days to come, prepare yourself. God has connected Hope Church with this church or this country. There is the two nations. Will, the picture that I want you to see this morning is that there is something that God has been able to do uh, in the spiritual realm, and it's just a matter of time before we can be able to see the realization or the coming together of this word that I've been able to bring to us today. So I say praise the name of the Lord for a great future for yourselves. I say praise God for a great vision for yourselves and of course for all of us and praise God for the future that no one can be able to cut. And I pray the blessings of God upon you. We, we're looking forward in the days to come to be able to, again, visit and be able to be with you and be able to continue to build our friendship together. Now, back to my, my message for the next few minutes, and then we'll call it a day. I have just found myself thinking so much since COVID-19 arrived in our globe, in our world. I mean, like you all know, things will never be the same again. I mean, lives have been changed. It doesn't matter. It's not, we know it's not long before a solution is gotten. Uh, we are grateful to the much prayer of God's people from across the nations of the world, uh, which are, are breaking the spirit of 
the progression of this disease that has completely messed up the world, that has claimed so many lives and has, has made, uh, like in our country, uh, we have to feed people almost uh, every, other, every other fortnight. Literally, you've got to give people, because I get telephone calls, I get people are calling out and saying that we don't know what to do, because as uh, the, the COVID-19 came in, uh, in some of the nations, of course, we're all the wealthier nations, uh, you've got social arrangements where people can be sustained, where people can be able to be, they don't have to think about food on the table. But within the continent of Africa is a different ball game, is a different story. Uh, because the government had to apply uh, blanket uh, measures, things like uh, cessations of areas, things like uh, curfew from uh, 7 o'clock to 5 o'clock in the morning, and many other things. So many uh, disruption and a disturbance of how the economy, and ours being a cash economy, where you de people depend on, they go out, work, and get some money so that they can be able to buy food. I mean, lives have been changed so much. And I found myself really thinking, and we're so grateful because, of course, of the, the platform, uh, the social world uh, and internet uh, presents, because it has given us an, a platform to still continue speaking to our people. And we even know from statistics some of, that in some of the, especially in the Western world, even some of the people that once upon a time had nothing to do with religious stuff are glued and watching uh, some of the uh, pr uh, preachings and, you know, programs to do with religion and the Bible. Now, I, out of all this, I, this, the statement that is being used at the moment by enough has resonated very powerfully with me. And that is why I'm saying that in the next few minutes, I want to look, I want you people to, uh, you're glued and watching and listening. I really want to bring out this message to us that for such, to be able to understand that for such a time as this, uh, we, we are here. We find ourselves around uh, as believers, as the church. And I think it is important for us to take time to find out what that means to us. And I will uh, look into the book, of course, any time we think of, of uh, for such a time as this, of course, the most powerful chapter is Esther chapter number four. Uh, beginning, of course, from verse number one, because I really want to read this story to us so that we can be able to understand. And as I will be speaking, I really pray that the Holy Spirit will be able, from an individual point of view, and even as a family, even as a, a, a local church, the leadership of Hope Church, and of course, the many others that are watching, for us to be able to align ourselves with that statement for such a time as this, we exist or we are around. We, we, we are Hope Church, we are Comeback Christian Center, we are this movement, we are and situated in different locations where God has placed us. The Bible says, when Mordecai learned of all that had been done, he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth. Of course, you know, uh, the plan has been going on, and finally the children of Israel are almost to face extinct uh, from uh, Haman's evil schemes. And more, so he put on sackcloth and ashes and went into the city wailing loudly and bitterly. But he went only as far as the king's gate because no 
one clothed in sackcloth was allowed to enter. And I think as I'm, I'm speaking, just thinking deeply again into for such a time as this, we will have to think about the resources that I, we have. We will think about uh, our spiritual position. We'll think about, I really want us, let us not just be narrow uh, when we think, we're thinking about what we can be able to do in such moments. Uh, because all of a sudden, just like in the case of the Israelites, who have, uh, Haman has uh, hatched a plan to destroy them, the world is facing an enemy that is not, you can't even see. You, you, I mean, recently I was just, I think it's yesterday, I was just watching, and all of a sudden, you, you, we are getting news of people traveling very innocently to a place of worship, only to come back and when, uh, um, you know, testers, tests were done, over 100 people have got COVID. So we have an enemy that is attacking from every side and from every direction. And I think we, we need to be thinking now that God has, has allowed us to be uh, where we are, who we are at such a time as this, how can we respond? How can we assist? How can we become of some good news to those that are going through or who have been affected directly or indirectly. The Bible says, in every province to which the edict and order of the king came, there was great mourning among the Jews with the fast, fasting and weeping and willing. Many lay in sackcloth and ashes. When Esther, when, when Esther's eunuch and female attendants came and told her about Mordecai, she was in great distress. She sent clothes for him to put on instead of the sackcloth, in, instead of his sackcloth, but he would not accept them. Then Esther summoned Hadak, one of the king's eunuch assigned to attend her, and ordered him to find out what was troubling Mordecai and why. So Hadak went out to Mordecai in the open square of the city in front of the king's gate. Mordecai told him everything that had happened to him, including the exact amount of money Haman had promised to pay into the royal treasury for the destruction of the Jewish. He also gave him a copy of the texts of the edicts for their uh, annihilation which had been published in Susa. So show to Esther and explain to her. And he told him to instruct her to go into the king's presence to beg for mercy and plead with him for his people. Verse 9. Hadak went back and reported to Esther what Mordecai had said. Then she instructed him to say to Mordecai, all king's officials and people of the royal province know that if for any man or woman who approaches the king in inner court without being summoned, the king has but one law, that they may be put to death unless the king extends the gold scepter to, to them and spares their lives. But that days have passed since I was call to go to the king. Verse number 12, and this is where we are building our someone from. Uh, I mean, this, the following verses from number 12 is where this 
all thing about for such a time as this, we are here, we find ourselves where we are, and safe, and with an opportunity that we can be able to invest heavily through our prayers, through the words we speak, through our monies, financial resources, through our kindness, etc. When Esther words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think alike, and this is very important, because um, when we think this way, you know, for us from an African point of view, when COVID came in, uh, if before then, if you went to any African setting and said, uh, what do you think about America? What do you think about the Western countries regarding some of the problems that if they, they came about? The many, many of the people in the continent of Africa would think those countries cannot be, uh, cannot be touched by certain diseases and they've got, they've got everything they, that is entailed to be able to protect themselves and safeguard their interests. So Mordecai is, sends the words back to Queen Esther and this is what he says. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all the Jews will escape. I think COVID, the way we need to look to COVID, and especially when we think about its devastation and everything else, I said earlier, we are having an enemy that we cannot see. Unfortunately, this is not an enemy that we can be able to see. He's coming and he's got guns, he's got this, and therefore artilleries, and therefore we can be able to involve our uh, 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 armed forces, etc., etc. This is an enemy who can strike at any time without being seen. And so Mordecai is simply telling Esther, simply because you find yourself in a privileged place, don't think to yourself you're safe. And that, that this, this has come out very clearly that uh, who would have thought Italy would go through what it went through? In fact, who would have thought UK, you people were watching me? Because we can read the stories, we can, we're following every, all the news through all the media houses. Who would have thought, because COVID has come out, that a country like UK would be affected the way you people have been affected? Let, let's even go beyond. Who would have thought America, that super nation, uh, that is so resourced would be able to suffer the losses and the impact negatively it has suffered. So the message Mordecai is giving Esther is uh, Esther, simply because you're in a place that is privileged, don't think to yourself that you will escape with your life. And he carries on. For number 14, for if you remain silent as, as a, at, at, at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. In other words, and I really want to say the reason why we've got to, every time we have gone through in my, country, in my context, because for the last over 30 years or so of uh, Freedom myself and the teams serving uh, the marginalized and preaching the gospel in some of the most difficult areas of our country, we have, we have come across so many crises. But I can tell you this morning, I have never seen anything of this nature before. And I, I really want to say that, uh, you know, God has a way of advancing his kingdom. And that is what I'm trying to bring out that, yes, we are crying and we are suffering and there is much anxiety. There is too much fear around the globe. But we have an opportunity for such a time as this, we have an opportunity to be able to advance the kingdom of God like never before.
And what is happening here, Mordecai is simply telling Queen Esther, you have an opportunity of, don't be silent, don't sit there and not do anything. And that is what I'm calling upon us this morning. Let us not just sit there and think to ourselves, uh, the, the, the health systems will do it, will, will, uh, uh, you know, will carry on doing what they're doing. The governments of, the, the, the international governments, the governments of uh, different countries will do something about it. Each, every one of you, my, yourself and myself, we have been given an opportunity by God. What I was trying to say by bringing the examples of what we have gone through in our country, there is not one single day when we have found ourselves in major problems because we have where I have complained. I've always, yes, it grieves my heart for a short time, but then I keep on telling my teams that we have yet another opportunity to build the kingdom of God like never before. We have yet another opportunity to bring the love of Jesus Christ in a way we've never done, we've never done before. And I feel this morning for a time like now, we are who we are in the places that we are, with the resources that we've got, to be able to do something. So Mordecai is telling Queen Esther, you have an opportunity, Queen Esther, and take care you don't remain silent. Because, and I wanna say this, because God loves his world more than we do. God, he's, he's telling him, uh, he says, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. If we do not do something, uh, history will judge us wrongly. Hope Church, if we do not, in, and when I say that, I'm not putting any pressure on us this morning because I don't believe it's the will of God for us to do what we are, we are not able to do. God wants us to be faithful enough to be able to contribute to the well-being of the people that are suffering, the people that are going through difficult moments at, at the moment, the people that need help, the people that need social support. God wants us to be faithful with what we have. But the worst thing that can happen is, like I said, is for us to be thinking uh, that it's not our problem. It's the government problem. It's not our problem. Uh, the social systems will take care. We have been given an opportunity by God to do something. So Mordecai sends the message to Esther and says, tell her, let her know, because God loves, his, loves the Jewish people, because God is in charge of this situation, although we are facing through a very difficult time at the moment. Uh, it does not mean that uh, COVID-19 has shocked God and God has gone hiding, looking for some power to come and deal with this problem. Not at all. He's totally in charge. He's absolutely in charge. During this time, God is in charge, but he's giving us an opportunity. COVID-19 COVID is not power, more powerful than your God and my God. God is giving us an opportunity to be able to respond because for such a time as this, we find ourselves as, a loc as believers, local churches, and uh, uh, people that can be able to do something. So uh, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your father's family will perish. And who knows, and this is now the, the real message, and who knows, uh, who knows but that you have come to the royal position. In other words, who knows that you've come to a place like this one where you've got some, something that you can be able to do, where you can be able to pray about the problems the world is going through and even your own country and many other nations for a position, a royal position for such a time as this. 
and it's great. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. When Esther, the message came to Esther, she simply said, I will not rest. I must do something. My life is not more important than the lives of the many Jews who are almost facing to uh, extinct. And I say this morning, there is no way you can listen to my heart and getting, getting to hear that you have been placed by God. In fact, your name, the name of your church is Hope. You are hope. And for a moment like this, God has raised you so that you can become that hope to your own neighborhood, that you can become that hope to the people near you, but you can become hope to people far away, people in Africa, people in other nations, that you can be able to do something about it. So praise God because the Bible says when the message came, message came. I like what Esther replies back. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. She was provoked. She said, I cannot remain silent. I've got to do something. She sent this, this message. Go, go and tell Mordecai and the people, the leaderships of Israel to go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days night or day and I and my attendants will also fast as you do when this is done I will then take the action and go before the king and I if I perish let me perish and so the Bible says and Mordecai so Mordecai went away with joy of course and cried out to all uh, uh, and carried out all Esther's instruction. I mean, you know, chapter number five brings in the miracle. The miracle takes place because what happens? The prayers of the righteous, the prayers of God's people were raised up and something amazing took place. I'm calling upon us this morning that uh, we, yes, we have an enemy around. We have a terrible enemy around. Our world has been messed up. We've got families in Africa that do not know uh, what, I mean, they don't know where, where the next meal will come from tomorrow. And for this reason, friends, we have an opportunity. For a time like now, God has raised us so that we can be able to do something. Esther, was, she went out, the prayer was made, went before the king, got the favor, presented a proposal, and praised the name of the Lord. The king was able to call the administrators, the law was changed, and Israelites were spared. And I feel the little things that we will do after today, even as we close this great morning, the little things that we'll do in the secret, the little things you'll do in your secret places will be able to help many people. I think these are the things I would like to suggest as I close. Number one, let us all get to know that we are instruments that he will continue to use during this time. A time like this one, God chose you and chose me as instruments that he will uh, use. To do what? Number two, to give hope in the storm. There is too much lack of hope and hopelessness around the globe. People are crying. And we can be able to do something by just becoming hope and giving hope in the storm. And I pray that in our closet again, behind our homes and other places, let's keep on raising our voices to God who has got the power to throw away and defeat this enemy that has messed our world. But number three, 
we in, in becoming an instrument to provide relief and a deliverance. Let's do these things because they are within our ability. We can be able to do these things. We can become uh, instruments that God is using in these days. We can be able, the monies that we give, we can be able to say, let's, let's forego a meal and we gather that money and we send it to a needy people somewhere so that we can be, provide relief to a very needy people. The Lord bless you so much. It's been fun speaking to you. And like I said, as I close, we were looking forward to visiting you and you people in accordance with the prophetic word I gave earlier, reaching a point where in the days to come, some of you and some of your children and some of your young people being able to come and visit us and be with us. Let me just pray. Father, I want to thank you for the privilege of speaking the word of God this morning to many people that are watching us on, on face, Facebook and other social media platforms. And thank you, Father. I do pray that you may continue to help us to know for a time like this, you have spared us so that we can become instruments that you can use. Lord, it's great story that I've just read from the book of Esther, where, where Mordecai challenges Esther and says, come on, you can do something. And Father, even as I pray, I do pray so that you can continue to provoke our hearts that we may know we can do something. We cannot throw the burden of becoming hope and touching lives and transforming lives during COVID-19 to the governments and to social states or social uh, arrangements or throw it to the medical proctioneers as God's people living in this moment. We have something we can do. And I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus, you may continue to remind us time and again for such a time as this, you have raised us. God bless you so much. And be blessed. Have a wonderful Sunday and enjoy the afternoon. God continue to multiply you people and to become a blessing now and in the days to come. Thank you so much, Pastor Tom, for giving me an opportunity to be able to communicate the good news and the word of the Lord with your lovely people. And we pray the blessings of God upon you and see you at some point in future. Amen. Thank you for listening to audio from Hope Church Ipswich. Please feel free to make a copy of this content, but please do not edit the content in any way.